Hello and welcome to another edition of Out of the Blue Podcast from Blue Zion Ministries. Grafted, gifted, and grounded with whole tree theology right out of the 11th chapter of Romans, connecting the covenant pages of the seamless 66 books of the Bible we hold in our hands. We are dedicated to help, encourage, and inspire you to live the Word of God out loud. And now, here's your Out of the Blue host, Evangelist S.J. Norlock. Shalom, shalom. Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome one more time to another episode of Out of the Blue. And I pray that you are blessed today. Amen. With the Seamless 66 Whole Tree Theology. Amen. God's been good to us, having been by the way of Mississippi, Georgia, preaching for some fine brethren, uh, went to some great conferences, uh, been with family as a whole, having all of us together. We are blessed of the Lord, and uh, we're so very thankful for you as well. Pray that uh, you and yours and the churches and uh, those that are in uh, your circle of fellowship are just blessed and highly favored. Uh, thank the Lord for this opportunity one more time to be with you, and I'm glad that you're on board here. I uh, want to say real quick, I know we like to say this near the end, but to end May still, but uh, don't forget as it were to let people know about Out of the Blue uh, so that uh, these words have a little more exposure than ever before. Uh, reaching the ears of many more uh, is our goal, so they are blessed as well. Uh, so thank you. My choose, as it were, five people. Just reach out to them. Let them know about Out of the Blue, Spotify, Apple, etc. And um, we'll just, uh, we, we thank you in advance for all of that. So diving in today to what we want to uh, uh, just bring to you. I'd like to, if I could entitle this right off the bat, would be uh, Heman. Heman which was one of the music musical director's names within the book of Psalms. There are many Hemans within the scripture, just like there would be many Marys or Johns or, um, you know, even Joseph for that matter. But uh, I'd like to just entitle it with this particular Heman, Heman the Ezraite, um, or Ezraite. I'd like to say just entitling Heman Still Sings. Heman still sings. So want to, if I could look at a particular scripture uh, in uh, Psalm 88. Now I'm going to read, not just starting with verse number one, but I'm going to start with what we would call the headings or the superscriptions. Uh, and uh, I pray that contained within what we're going to be talking about today is a blessing to you in this brand new year. So happy New Year, by the way, everyone. Uh, amen. What a wonderful opportunity, open door to do more than ever before. Uh, asking the Lord to take our hands and our feet and use them this year. So definitely happy, happy New Year to everyone. Uh, and before we read, I'd like to say that uh, I'm, I'm thankful for all those that have been jumping on board with us to pray for the Middle Eastern situation. Um and, uh, of course, definitely for Israel, the Knesset, the leaders there for wisdom, knowledge, how to handle the war that's at 
at hand and uh, praying for uh, the IDF soldiers and special forces. Of course, praying for the innocent on all sides, the souls that are there. Um, but at the same time, that which needs to be executed has to happen. Uh, an unprovoked uh, attack upon Israel. Uh, and my, we could take the whole podcast and talk about that. We might in the near future, maybe even the next one, uh, to really um, just pronounce a lot more things more clearly concerning such. But do pray for them. Uh, amen. They have a phrase right now that says, uh, uh, just never again, uh, never again is now. Or I could say maybe in totality, because never again is now. Uh, so they use that. Uh, you could say, well, my, we, we can't let this happen again. But they didn't drag their feet. They went with both feet jumping into the pool of the situation. And so because never again is now. And so taking that so very seriously, I think that is a unique quote that we can even use in our lives uh, right now, uh, the year of 24, because never again is now. Uh, we can't let certain things that have happened to us in the past by way of defeat or dragging uh, behind uh, just simply say, no, no, ne because never again is right now. I'm going to do something about it right now. This awesome resilience uh, to rise up. I was looking at some of the uh, pictures uh, that are coming over the screen concerning the news there. Uh, there's a little girl that I believe has just turned one year old today, a little redheaded girl. And so even in Italy, uh, Israel itself, of course, and other places, most likely, there's orange balloons that are being um, let go into the sky, uh, typifying this little red-headed girl that is the youngest in captivity concerning the hostages. Uh, so my pray for those hostages to be released, etc. But isn't that something? Thank the Lord for those that are vigilant. Uh, don't care what anybody thinks. Uh, we don't need the Nazified ideas uh, and the misinformation that's out there. Uh, every life matters. Uh, and especially these hostages right now, especially, uh, amen, uh, the nation of Israel. There's so many testimonies of protection and how God is protecting them. I could go on and on. So, uh, wow, thank you for letting me run on that trail for now. This is going to tie in, though, Psalm 88. Let me read what we would call the superscription or the heading. It says, a song or psalm for the sons of Korah to the chief musician upon Mechalat, Le'anot and Maschil of Heman the Ezraite. And that's where we get Heman the Ezraite um, here in our um, podcast today. Now, there's 18 verses. I won't go into all of them. I'm just going to read a little bit of it. Uh, and then kind of for your own homework, you could go into it. But it says verse 1, O Lord, O O Yehovah Elohim of my salvation. O Yehovah Elohim of uh, Ani. Uh, amen. Ani. My Yeshua. I've cried day and night before thee. Let my prayer come before thee. Incline thine ear unto my cry. For my soul is full of troubles and my life draweth nigh unto the grave. I am counted with them that go down into the pit. I am as a man that hath no strength. Free among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, whom thou rememberest no more, and they are cut off from thy hand. 
No, that's just the first five verses of 18 verses. And if I could read, like, let's say the 17th, they came around about me daily like water. They compassed me about together. Lover and friend hast thou put far from me and mine acquaintance into darkness. It's as if, it's as if nobody's there to help. It's a little unlike Psalm 23 in that sense. So if you could say this is probably one of the most gloomiest chapters of the book of Psalms. Um, it's a challenge, as it were, to find inspiration in it. I think that's a challenge for us, as maybe we do in our ministry and in our preaching, teaching, is to kind of pull back the layer of things that look as if it were God's not there, there's no um, spiritual inspiration there, uh, or it's very unlikely that it is. Strange words, colors, places, name places, uh, strange situations. Um, wow. And then you tear back the uh, layer that may be intentionally put there, a layer that uh, God had put there for those that want to dig. Uh, amen. That Proverbs chapter 25, I think it's verse number one again. Uh, it's the honor of kings. Uh, amen. To hide something, uh, excuse me, the honor of the Lord. Uh, to hide something, but it's the privilege of the kings to search it out. So God bless the searcher. Amen. Study to show thyself approved, Paul says to Timothy, uh, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. So here is a chapter uh, that has some of the strangeness to it, but I think we can find something in what we would call the headings. Out of all of the letters, because these are scrolls that needed to be unrolled before the reader, sometimes maybe the very seal upon it that's uh, placed there, uh, could I say in wax or bullet, most likely a piece of clay, and then stamped when it's soft with the signet uh, of a king or a scribe, uh, and then later unopened. You can find this relationship in the book of Revelation as well, where the seals are broken. So the seals are on scrolls. It's what's written in the s cylinder of the scroll uh, that is uh, intended to be read. So with that, you have the book of Psalms. Let me uh, direct your attention just a little bit that I think is so very interesting. In the book of Psalms, it's almost as if uh, these headings that we just read, a song or psalm of the son of Korah. You have others with the pre previous chapter that says a psalm or song for the sons of Korah. Uh, and then you have this one here, but also says to the chief musician upon Machalat, Anot, Maskil. Uh, and wow, what is all this happening here? And then uh, there are some, uh, like chapter 86, two chapters previous, that says just a prayer of David. So could I say, and if you look this up, there are approximately 34 psalms without inscriptions as a whole. That's interesting. And there are 52 psalms with simple titles, such as what we've just read, a psalm of David or a psalm of Asaph. And then there are 14 psalms explaining the historical connection, such as a psalm of David when he fled from Absalom, his son. Uh, very interesting. So kind of all together, there are psalms without inscriptions, that's about 34. With simple inscriptions, there are about 52 with historical inscriptions, about 14. Psalms with inscriptions denoting purpose, four. Psalms entitled Songs of Degrees, 15. 
Um, and then of Psalms with special word inscriptions, 39, of course, less eight included in the 14 above that we had uh, just quoted. But all, all in all, that's 150. That's the Psalms that are there. I, for instance, now, the strangeness of these headings, because we're going to head into <laughs> the heading of Psalm 83. This is, uh, this is our uh, core today that I want to get to. However, if you go to the chapter, just for kind of an example, chapter number 8, in the book of Psalms is unique um, uh, in its heading. And then in chapter number nine, in its heading. Now, there were some of those that have commented over the years. Um, For instance, some would say there's so great are the difficulties attending to the inquiry of these headings, etc., that in many instances, little more than conjectures can be offered. You'll find men that have quoted things like that. But if you look into it, such as the book of Habakkuk, and uh, there is a psalm there, believe that or not, in one of the minor prophets, but there's a superscription or a heading and a subheading or subscription. Uh, There's Hezekiah's psalm that you'll find, uh, and you'll find the psalm itself in Isaiah 38, but there's a superscription and a subscription. So it's kind of a key in a sense. There's, there's keys that you can find to the ancient stylistic practices regarding these inscriptions if you kind of dig into it. But here in uh, Psalm chapter 9, it says, To the chief musician upon Mutaleban, a psalm of David. Well, that's interesting. Um, there in chapter 9. But I want to say there was no divisions. You know, verse 1, this is the new chapter. Uh, For instance, chapter 8, you got 1 through 9, and then there's chapter 9 that starts with verse number 1, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. Uh, Awesome, awesome chapter there in chapter 9. But chapter 8 starts up in verse number 1, or its heading is to the chief musician upon Gittit, a psalm of David. Uh, and then it says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Notice the exclamation there. He's ordained strength because of thine enemies. When I consider the heavens and the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Look at this, just this explanation of Uh, how great God is and how great a blessing he's bestowed upon man. What is man that thou art mindful of him in verse number four of this chapter eight? Then it ends that chapter in, O Lord, O Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth with an exclamation again. So it begins and ends with the same wording and exclamation. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Hashem, is his name in all irats the earth. So, and then, of course, man is in the middle of, it's like sandwiched in between God's greatness, uh, man is mentioned. So, if there were no um, chapter divisions, some say you could have included the superscription of nine and added it as a subscription of eight, which may make more sense. Either way, it's great. KJV's awesome. I'm just saying some commentators will tell you that the heading for number nine could be a subheading or a superscription for chapter number eight. Well, let's look at it. What is the, the super 
of nine that could be the, the sub of eight. It says to the chief musician upon Mudaleban, a psalm of David. Well, what is that? Just long story short, if you could break this down, uh, you could say, and you, this is kind of found in the Jewish Targum, by the way, another commentary, if you could say maybe of another commentary, but it says, if you put all this together, it could read it like this instead. Praise relating to the death of the man who went out between the two camps. Wow. So this superscription of nine says, to the chief musician upon Mutaleban, a song of David, uh, they're saying that in the Targum commentary, praise relating to, or to praise relating to the death of the man who went out between the two camps. Who in David's mind, who in mind of the writer, would have went out between two camps and conquered someone? And gave praise God for it. Well, that's David and Goliath. Shochoth and Ezicha. You've got these hillsides. You've got the Philistines in array. Saul's army and the Israelites in array. Uh, the great Philistine, if I could use that word, comes, Goliath, to the middle. Of course, anybody that mess, messes around with God's people usually ends up with rocks in their head anyway. <laughs> and he goes tumbling down. Uh, 9, 10, 11 you know, foot tall uh, Goliath, Philistine, who falls with David's apprehension of a stone and a sling and letting it fly. So could it be that this, O Lord, O Lord, excellent is thy name in all the earth, is actually David praising God with exclamation because the giant has fallen and you've given man favor in between what is meant that thou art mindful of him, but yet here I am, uh, amen, watching the giant fall before me. So isn't that awesome? I, I just want to say that it's a possibility that the exclamations, and David's praising God in chapter 8 because the giant fell. Something you wouldn't find unless you just kind of dig back into these headings. So with the headings in mind, we go back to chapter number 88, this gloomy book. Amen. Some now then are purporting or saying, amen, and you could go into uh, some of what they're saying uh, just uh, in the sense of uh, him and the Ezraite. Uh, Ezraite, I'll get it right here. Thank you. Uh, some are saying, oh, wait a minute here. Um, is this the Heman that's found throughout the book of Psalms? Uh, one of the musical directors, you've got uh, Heman, you've got Asaph, um, and different ones. Uh, but some of the Jewish literature is saying this, and I, I when this fell in my lap, is like, wow. Uh, so it's interesting what some may be relating to just in the literature. Um, they're saying that the Heman here according to Jewish literature and tradition, they teach that this Haman was a gifted musician and vocalist. Makes sense. But he was also a leper. He was also a leper. Now, before I go back into this, let's look at the heading there in chapter number 88. It says, A song or psalm of the sons of Korah to the chief musician upon Machalat Lechonot Maskil of Haman the Ezraite. Um, want to say then, if you look quickly, the or there is an italicized in the KJV. So psalm or song or psalm. But wait a minute. If, if you look at this, the first song there is pronounced sure, sure. Like in 
surely the Lord is in this place. But sure, uh, if you look at that, that is just simply song. And that means peace, joy, celebration in the power of God or of the power of God. Then the psalm there, or that's mentioned the psalm, it's zamar, zamar, it's different. It's a song of praise that comes when one is being pruned or tried of God. So you could look at this heading as a song song for the sons of Korah to the chief musician upon Mechalat, Lechonot, Meskil of Heman. So the song of praise because of the power of God, but yet a song of praise because he's pruning me. It's a song of the mountain of the song of the valley. It's the song of the lion and the song of the lamb. So all that we've said so far in this podcast, amen, of this podcast of Heman Still Sings is simply Heman singing a, a mountain song and a valley song. And how can he sing? He's a leper. Most likely he was never used within the temple precinct. Most likely he's uh, ostracized. He's limited to family on the periphery of fellowship, possibly writing songs on the edge of some leper colony. Is it possible that this heman, according to Jewish literature, still has the talent to write songs, was gifted as a musician, and then handed the song to the sons of Korah via, I don't know, uh, via the hands of another man that was willing to be uh, the go-between between the leper colony and the temple precinct area. And it's just, it's just astounding that here's a song that was written by a leper. Amen. Uh, that no, no, so, so I say no wonder that Psalm 88 is almost like, you're distant from me. I'm in pain. I'm in the darkness. What do I do? Friends have betrayed me. I'm a leper. May not mention it in 88, but that's the connotation. Yet thousands today, we just read it today in 2024, a song of a man that thought he would never be anything, thought he'd never impress anything upon anybody. But yet, just like the lady where Jesus said, this that was done by the lady who broke the box or washed or wept on my feet, amen, is going to be repeated for generations to come. And it is. I'm repeating it today. <laughs> Jesus' prophecy is true. So isn't it something? Here's a song of Heman. Amen. Psalm 88. Uh, amen. That has no um, no glamour to this. No no, could I say, in the billboard of, 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 of flashing lights, his name somewhere in the temple precinct. Look at him. He's got a great voice. Uh, but instead, amen, thousands are singing a psalm that says they can relate to. I'm going to look at the three names just real quickly that, that are there. It is Mechalat, Lechonot, Maskil. If you look at these three in, in, in what is taking place, in this heading, uh, amen, all in all, we'll find the mechalat means great distress. Within his distress, amen, you give it to the choir. Lchanot means humbled by affliction. So kind of a pruning that's taking place. Isn't this something through the names? It's really the testimony of Heman. And then uh, maskil, maskil means 
yet caused him to understand and to prosper. So through these names that were mentioned in the heading, amen, to uh, the, the sons of Korah, that were given to the sons of Korah, the three names to the chief musician upon Mechalat, Lechonoth, and Meskil. And in other words, this that has happened to me in distress has humbled me and yet has caused me to understand and prosper. And it has. He's become the gold medal winner, amen, of the, of, of the song culture in our day. His album, his LP in gold, more than Elvis or any other songwriter could ever imagine, more than Amazing Grace could even imagine, as it were. Uh, John Newton, the writers of old, could ever imagine that this is quarantined in the frame on the wall to be a psalm that was sang and sung and quoted in synagogues and church buildings and assemblies alike. Amen. Thousands, millions upon millions have quoted this man who was a leper. Amen. Who was in great distress, still praised God, which humbled him to know the heart of God and caused him to prosper. So you that are in the same frame, you that as if it were maybe like a struggling within your own quote-unquote leprosy today and not belittling someone that does, amen. You that are struggling in whatever you're struggling, you have an 88th psalm that you're singing. You're singing it in great distress. You're humbled by God as he prunes you so that you can begin to know the tick-tock clock heartbeat of God and he causes you to understand his heart like never before, but yet prospers you so that you're still the hands and the feet and the ministry that God has intended you to be and to have in reaching thousands, millions. Maybe it's just to those that are next door to you. Maybe it's just those that are on the job to you. Maybe it's those that you bump into as you're pushing the cart and your shopping spree. But wherever it is, amen. No, just know today, Heman still sings. He's still singing. And so are you. <laughs> Keep singing the songs of Zion. Amen. Keep singing the songs and psalms. It's the song. It's not or. It's the song of the mountain, yet it's the song of the valley. And Heman knew that art. He knew when to sing when he was up, and he knew when to sing when he was just flat down. Amen. How many can sing the song song of Heman. Amen. When you're in great distress, you're trusting God will open his heart to you that you'll understand him like never before and prosper. All things work together for the good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. Be resilient, Israel, because never again is now. Amen. Amen. You've got a testimony today. You may not have uh, amen, it felt like you're on top of your world to make it happen, but you walking and talking in your continuity of serving God speaks loud to all those that watch you and hear you and see you. We love you today. Thank you for listening in to Out of the Blue and the podcast. Uh, amen. Be a human today. Amen. Uh, that continues to sing. Amen. The song of Zion. You know who you are that helps us Thank you for those pastors and saints of God 
uh, amen, that have blessed us so much lately financially. And your prayers, please double down on your prayers for uh, Blue Zion Ministries. BlueZionMinistries.com, the podcast out of the blue. Uh, amen. Again, spread the word. Tell somebody to listen on if they could and would. Israel Tour is happening. We're scheduled for end of October, early November. Uh, it's bump upable, but our people are encouraging us to go ahead and sign on anyway. So if you can, get on there. Get your name on there. Down payments will not be lost if you happen or if we need to bump up. So jump on board. Jump on board. Uh, let's have uh, 25, 30 come with us this year. Uh, if it happens to be spring of 25 instead, you know, it just, it takes a good year to get things ramped up, passport, saved up, prayed up, paid up. Uh, amen. So just those thoughts. Um, God bless you. Love you today. Uh, and you all have uh, just uh, the time of your life uh, in, in your families and in and, and the services. God bless every uh, minister. Uh, amen. All those that are rahimen that just keeps on singing, amen, and and, and saying, uh, amen, great is thy faithfulness, O Lord. God bless you. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us. We hope you've had your inspiration moment today. As we continue to pray for you, please remember to pray for this ministry as we endeavor to work in the kingdom of God. If you feel led to support this ministry, you can visit us on the web at bluezionministries.com to partner with us in evangelism. While there, you can also find prayer journals and music CDs available for purchase. And be sure to check out our Israel tour information if you'd like to find out more about visiting the Holy Land with us. It's all at bluezionministries.com. We look forward to our time with you next week here on Out of the Blue Podcast. Please invite a friend. And remember, remain zealous over Zion.